Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. We're going to read a portion from the Word of the Lord, the book of Philippians, chapter number 2. Book of Philippians, chapter number 2, verse 12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may be become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Amen. Notice that last verse, because that's really what I'm going to focus on, that last verse, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. You know, what is the purpose of our life? A lot of people ask that question. What is our purpose on earth? What are we supposed to be doing with our life? What are we supposed to be doing each day? Amen. Of course, if you believe in the theory of evolution, that we evolved from lower life forms over millions of years, then your purpose is whatever you want it to be or whatever somebody else wants it to be for you. It's a free-for-all and it's every person for themselves. However, if you believe that in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth and that God created man in His own image, male and female created He them, then you have a higher purpose, amen, given to you by your Creator. Amen. You see, God has a blueprint uh, or a plan. You know, they don't even have blueprints anymore, really, because that was old technology. But, you know, we still use the word. A blueprint's like, you know, when an architect makes up the plans to to build a new house or a new building. You know, they still, they do it all on a computer now. Amen. But it's still kind of, we refer to it as a blueprint. But God has a blueprint for our lives, a plan for our lives. Amen. Him that knows the end from the beginning, he, he you know, like, like the old song goes, when he was on the cross, we were on his mind. How could that be? We weren't even born for 2,000 years because he knows the end from the beginning. That's how awesome our God is. He didn't die just for the past sins. He died for the future sins. And he knew, amen, all the people that were going to be born. And he has a plan for each and every one of us. And there's one word that really epitomizes and summarizes the purpose for our lives on this earth. And that word is shine. Shine. That's what I want to preach about. We're going to, we're, that's our purpose, folks, to shine. Amen. Especially in this generation. Paul said in, in, that, in our opening uh, 
passage in verse 15, that one I emphasize, it said that they, and he was talking about back then, but back then he said it was a crooked and perverse generation. And now we are living in times that are rough times, rougher times than we've ever seen in our own lives. Amen. And the rougher it gets out there, amen, the brighter the people of God will shine out there as well. Praise God. Amen. So what is, the, what is the will of God for my life? It's to shine. Amen. You know, Jesus came to this earth to be the image of the invisible God. Amen. He wanted to show God to people. Amen. And so he in human form, amen, came and he showed God. He, he, he gave God, he had God's attributes. He came to shine the light of God to all people. John 9, verse 5, Jesus said, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Amen. And 2 Corinthians 4, 6, Paul said, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So if you were back then walking around when Jesus was walking around on, on earth in those Bible times, New Testament times, you would see the glory of God in his face. Amen. When people saw Jesus, they saw the glory of God. He shined the light of God on the world that desperately needed it. Amen. That was a world that was bound with a bunch of religiousity. Amen. People were filled with, uh, with all kinds of oppression and, de and depression. Amen. And even possession and Jesus came and he cast out devils and he shined the light and he gave hope to people amen he was a shine he was the, he was the epitome of the word shine and that light that he brought it brought hope it brought relief it brought assurance and it brought power praise God John chapter 8, verse 12, Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Amen. He is the light of the world. But he said, if you'll follow me, amen, you won't walk in darkness. You're not going to fall off the cliff. You're not going to fall in the ditch. You're not going to fall in the trap. Amen. I'm going to give you the light of life. Praise God. And you're going to make it. Praise God. You know, the first time Moses went up on the mountain, after they came out of Egypt, he went up on Mount Sinai. And remember, he was up there for 40 days and 40 nights. He didn't have any food or water. Now, that was, uh, that was a miraculous thing to do something like that. And while he was up there, God spoke to him. He was in God's presence. And God, of course, gave him the Ten Commandments. And God carved them himself on those uh, stone tablets. Uh, amen. Uh, and, uh, and when Moses came down from the mountain, his face... The Bible said, shone. Amen. Moses, in, in Exodus 34, 29, Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him, the him being God. You see, when you're in God's presence, amen, his shine's going to be shining on you, and you're taking his shine with you. Praise God. It's going to rub off. You can't be in God's presence without it affecting you and people saying, what's different about you? 
I've seen many people before they came to God and after they came to God. Amen. And then I've seen many people, amen, go back and see people that they haven't seen in a while that used to hang out with them after they came to God. And they say, you know what? You don't even look like the same person. Amen. The lines of sin have come off your face. You seem, amen, to have a glow about you. And that's what God does when he comes into your life. He makes you shine. And the Bible said when he came down off the mountain, verse 30, so when Aaron and the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. It's like he's glowing like a light bulb. What's going on here? You know, he doesn't look like us. Well, he's been in the presence of God for 40 days and 40 nights. God sustained him. Amen. So shone is just the past tense of shine. It means to beam. It means to radiate. It means to glow. And when we're in the presence of God and we allow the Spirit of God to live inside of us, we will carry the light of life with us wherever we go. Amen. It doesn't matter how dark the place is we're going. Amen. The light of life will shine. Amen. Amen, folks. And this is our time to shine. This is our time to shine. Matthew 5, 14. You are the light of the world, Jesus said, talking to, about us. He said, a city set on a hill cannot be hid. And nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but they put it on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house. Amen. We need to be the light in our house. We need to be the light. If kids are going back to school, we need to be the light in our school. We need to be the light at our job. We need to be the light at the grocery store, at Walmart, at the dry cleaners. Amen. Wherever we go, we need to be the light at the bus stop. We need to be the light over there and over here. Shine. You're the light of the world. That's why I like the name of this church. And as long as I'm here, we're not changing this name. So many people change the name of their churches because they don't like the word apostolic, first of all, because some people have a hard time, you know, they got to sit down and have a drink of water because they can't pronounce apostolic or something. I don't know. <laughs> Amen. I remember sitting down because I used, to, uh, I used to go to the other church in Bellflower. It used to be called Apostolic Tabernacle back in the day, talking about the 80s. And then I, I actually worked there for a year, uh, full-time on the staff. And then I went and got a, a interviewing for a job uh, after that. And uh, so on my resume, I had that I worked at Apostolic Tabernacle. And uh, my future boss, who was the owner of the company, he's interviewing me. And he had the hardest time. He goes, Apostolic Tabernacle. He goes, Apostolic, you know, or whatever. And he, you know, and I just, I said, oh, it's Apostolic Tabernacle. He goes, what is that, like Russian Orthodox? Or, you know, what is that? No, seriously, he didn't know. Amen. But I like, of course, apostolic means apostle. Amen. Apostolic means of the apostles. It's a good thing. And I like the last part, lighthouse. Amen. We are a lighthouse of truth. Hallelujah. You know what a lighthouse does? Lighthouses keep the ships from wrecking up on the rocks, especially when there's a storm. They don't know how close they are to the rocks, but that lighthouse spins around. Amen. And shows the light. And we are a lighthouse to this nation. Neighborhood, and we are a lighthouse to the city of Norwalk, and we are a lighthouse to LA County, and we are a lighthouse all the way around. We got to shine. 
Amen. You know, one of the definitions of the word shine is to be a bright reflection of light. Amen. It's a reflection of light. For example, when you when you see have some when you see some metal like that's outside or whatever, and you and you you know happen to look at it just right when the sun's hitting it or whatever, and it can blind you. You know that shiny metal <laughs> laying on the ground, but that metal has no light of its own. All of its light's coming from another source. Amen. It doesn't have its own light. Amen. It's coming from the sun, or if it's at night, it's coming from an electric light that's, that's, that's gleaming against it. And the same with the moon. Amen. I wonder how many people have thought that the source of the moonlight was the moon itself. The moon has no light of its own. Sorry. It's just kind of a dark little moon. <laughs> Amen. But the sun gives all the light to the moon. Amen. So when there's a full moon or a half moon or it looks like a, you know, a fingernail moon, amen, whatever they call those quarter or eighth moons or whatever it is, amen, that's where different positions of the sun are hitting the moon and we're only seeing a partial light, amen. But you know, even, they say, the experts say, even when there's the fullest, brightest moon, amen, it is only reflecting about 3 to 12% of the sun's light, amen. You know, and sometimes, you know, it looks like it's, you know, you know, kind of light outside on a full moon. You can see everything, but it's only 3 to 12%. Amen. So the moon gets its light from the S-U-N, and we get our light from the S-O-N, the Son of God. Amen. Praise God. I want the light that reflects off to me being the light of life that comes from heaven. Praise God. That's the greatest light. There is no other light that I want to reflect but God's light. And that's why Jesus said in Matthew 5, 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Amen. Let the light of God that he has given you shine before men. Not to get the credit, amen, but to do good works so that when they see the good works, they'll glorify God. Amen. You know, the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second. Kind of fast. Faster than a car, you know, of course. Plane, faster than anything. It's 186 miles per second. But the speed of sound is only 1,125 feet per second or 776 miles per hour. Amen. That's Mach 1, they call the speed of sound when you break. That's why when some of our, there's some uh, aircraft that when it break, breaks Mach 1, you hear like a clap in the, in the sky. Amen. Because they broke the sound barrier. Amen. But when, you know what that tells me? That tells me that you'll see it long before you hear it. Amen. I said they'll see it long before they'll hear it. And we got to shine. Amen. Because you're going to see the shine way before you hear anything. Amen. That's why when you see lightning, you know, we always, when we were kids, when the lightning hit, we would count one, two, three. When's the thunder coming? Because we knew that if it was like 30 seconds, that lightning was far away, even though it seemed like it was close. Amen. But if it lightning struck and it was like only a couple seconds, we knew, man, that was right near our house. We better stay in the house. Amen. But the sound is always behind the light. Praise God. Amen. 
So you can see light from a long way away, but you have to be much closer to hear sounds. And people will see what kind of light's coming from you long before they ever hear your words. That's why we got to shine. We got to shine. We got to shine. Amen. Shining doesn't even require any noise. You know, these lights, they're not making any noise and they're shining. They're shining really nice. They're not making any noise. Amen. Uh, so people, you know, they're, 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 they're reading our shine. They're, they're looking at us. Amen. Before we even, people that don't even know us, they're observing. There are a lot of people are observing us. Amen. And they want to know, especially people that maybe know who we are. Amen. They're really observing us to see, hey, are we really genuine? Are we really real? Do we really believe this? Are we going to be there tomorrow even when the, everything crashes in? Are we still going to be walking the walk and talking the talk and trying our best to live for God no matter what? Praise God. And that's why Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2, you are our epistle. An epistle is a letter. Amen. Like the epistle to the Romans. Romans and 1 Corinthians and Ephesians. Those are all letters. Amen. And what do you do with a letter? You see it and you read it first. Amen. And said, you're our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly you are an epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh that is of the heart. People are reading us like a billboard. People are reading us like a book before we even say one word because they're looking at the shine. They're seeing what kind of shine we got. We got a genuine shine, amen, that's going to be there tomorrow and it's going to be there to help them and guide them in so they can get that same shine. Amen. amen. We're to shine the light of Jesus Amen. Hallelujah to this world. Praise God. We we, we to shine the light to, to this world to let them know who Jesus is. Amen. He wasn't just an ordinary man. He wasn't just a prophet. He wasn't just a good teacher. Amen. He was way more than that. He was God manifest in flesh. Amen. And his name is the only saving name. And it's above every name. Praise God. That's why I want to shine for Jesus. Isaiah 43, 10. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. What did he say? You're my witnesses of that. You need to shine that to the world. You need to let them let that shine bright that I, there's no God beside me. Amen. And I am the only Savior, and my name is Jesus. Amen. Woo! Praise God. Jesus said, He goes, He said, I and my Father are one. He also said, when you see me, you see the Father. He wasn't just an ordinary man. Amen. And you know, a very important aspect of shining the light of God in our lives is doing good works. Amen. That they may see your good works and glorify. Let your light shine. Your light shining is good works. When you do a good work, you don't even have to say anything. You're doing it. 
and it's shining. It's your light, praise God. And God gets the glory. So doing good work so God can get the glory. Amen. And God will get more people coming to him because of it. Titus 2.14, who gave himself, talking about Jesus, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Amen. We're zealous for good works. Praise God. See, we can stand out easier now than ever before. It doesn't take, actually, it doesn't take a whole lot, amen, to stand out in this generation. Just a nice, kind word. Just doing something nice. Amen. Just going out of your way a little bit. Amen. And people are shocked. Wow, that's something. You know, usually somebody's running off, you know, running their cart, running my cart right out of the aisle or, you know, or, you know, stealing that parking place and say, go ahead, go ahead, whatever. Amen. Praise God. You know, just because you're the first one out of the elevator at the doctor's office, you know, doesn't mean, uh, you know, you got to just bust the door down to get in. Okay, I got my name in first. Okay, here we go. You know, go ahead. Hold the door for people. Come on in. Come on in. I don't have an appointment. I'm just coming in here. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. It's, you know, it, it, just do nice things and you shine. They don't even know why you're doing it, but they know something's different. Something's different about that person. Amen. So in other words, he saved us. He redeemed us so that we would shine. He redeemed us so that we would be zealous for good works. You know what the word zealous means? Excited. You know, like we're looking for good works. You know, like these people are looking for good work. These people that God has, they're actually going out of their way to see, well, who can I do a good work for here? You know, they're, they're keeping their eyes peeled. They're at the grocery store, whatever. Amen. I use my height at the grocery store, six foot three. All these little short ladies that can't reach the top thing. Can you grab that for me, young man? Or whatever. Yeah, no problem. You know, and I'll just get this. And, you know, you know, the top shelf where you're not supposed to touch. It says, don't touch. Ask for some help from the employee. I go, yeah, I don't even read that. Amen. I don't pay attention to that. Amen. Because a lot of times it's out of stock where it is, but there's extra up there. I go, I'm just getting that right there. Even if I have to do a little climbing, it's okay. <laughs> Amen. But, you know, help the people. Do whatever. Hold the door. Let them hold. Here, you know, people are having trouble getting those carts because they always get stuck together. Help them out. Give them their cart. Whatever. Amen. You do good deeds. Yeah, but they don't know why you're doing it. Who cares? It's a light. Right. Amen. Yeah. And you know why you're doing it. They might not know. But they're pleasantly surprised, but you know why you're doing it. You're doing it for him. Amen. So Ephesians 2.10 said, We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Listen to that. We're created in Christ Jesus for good works, that God prepared beforehand that we should, in advance, God already set the stage. He said, I got a plan. I got a blueprint for you. I want you to walk in good works. I prepared beforehand. I'm going to cause you to bump into people. Uh, there's not going to be, you know, there, there's not going to be coincidences because you're, you're walking with God. He's ordering your steps. And I'm going to cause things where you're going to shine. You're going to be able to shine if you take advantage of these situations. Amen. 
See, Jesus shined, and he did good works, and we should also. Amen. Peter, he, he was talking to some people, uh, Cornelius in his house, in the book of Acts, in chapter 10, verse 38. He said, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Amen. And God wants us. Amen. Hallelujah. To go about with the Holy Ghost and with power. Amen. And go about doing good and help those who are oppressed because God's going to be with us too. Amen. So the good works that we do for people, we do as unto the Lord. It doesn't matter if they don't thank us. It doesn't matter if they don't appreciate it. Amen. We're doing it as unto the Lord. I'm shining. I'm shining. Amen. They can make a face at me or whatever. But most times, you know, people are appreciative. Praise God. You know, you know, let them have that parking spot. Praise God. Why don't you go ahead and walk across? There you go. Amen. You know, you know, you, maybe you don't have all day, but, you know, you just try to act like I got all day. You know, just go ahead and walk across. Do the best you can. Amen. So we do it from the heart because that's what he wants us to do. We do it from the heart. And that's how we shine for him. Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. So I'm doing the good works for you, God. Amen. And, and I hope that they appreciate it. And I hope that they see God in it. And I hope that they see that this is all about God. Amen. Not that you would be a, you know, whatever kind of person but without God. But I'll just tell you, for, for me, I, I, didn't, I, I wasn't about being zealous for good works. I was about Randy. Hey, number one, you get behind. I got to go here. You know, whatever. And maybe a lot of us were like that. Amen. But now it's different. Amen. Those that will be first shall be last, and the last shall be first. You humble yourself and you'll be exalted. You exalt yourself, you'll be humbled. I'm going to go with Jesus. You know, an easy way to shine is to put a smile on your face. And I know we all got masks on because, we, you know, we got to wear them and all that stuff and you know, you can let your eyes smile. Try, you know, you can you know, work on smile in your mirror when you get a chance. And work, work on make, making your eyes don't look like, you know, they're just like, you know, it's frozen mannequin eyes or whatever. You know, make them smile. Amen. And people know that. People know you're smiling behind your mask. You know, because, you know, you get your eye. Yeah, get the crow's feet. Who said that? Yeah. Amen. So Smile. Amen. I mean, when you're in your car, you don't need your mask. You can smile at someone in the other uh, car or whatever. You can smile. You can do this. You can, when you're outside, you don't need the mask. You can smile in the parking lot or whatever where you have to put your mask on. Amen. A smile doesn't cost you anything. It goes a long way because a smile shines. Amen. And random acts of kindness as you feel led by God because you're zealous for good works. You're, you're on. You're looking for it. Praise God. 
Now, Jesus let us know how we could shine and, and, and stand out in this world. We're not standing out to, to be seen. We're not standing out for accolades and praise. No, we're just standing out because he told us to stand out and be a light. And just because you're a light, amen, that's going to be the thing standing out in the dark room. That's going to be the thing standing out in this world is a light. And he said, you can, you can be shining, amen, you turn the other cheek and then people will see the shine. And you go the extra mile, and people will see the shine. And you give more than it's asked of you, and people will see the shine. Yes, amen. amen. Let's all stand. Praise God. Remember, God's number one attribute is love. 1 John 4, 8 said, God is love. Amen. And the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit that's given to us. So the number one thing that we're going to shine with as far as what God has given us is His love. Amen. And we need to allow God to love people through us. God love people through me. Amen. The love of God radiating from you is the most powerful and transformational force in this world. Amen. Praise God. Love silences critics. Love stops fights. Love brings, love brings peace. Amen. Love brings uh, reconciliation. Uh, love brings, uh, amen, families back together and situations back together. Praise God. Let's allow the love of God to shine the brightest. And all of these things, these good works and all these things, it's all done through the love of God. And that's the greatest shine there is. Praise God. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.